0: Hey guys, welcome to Always Money Monday. Super thrilled to have you guys with us. Um, we, were, we disappeared last week. It was actually, uh, we muted ourselves for Blackout Tuesday or we had a Blackout week, you could say, so that other voices could be heard, but we're super thrilled to be back here with you today. Uh, we have a special guest here today. We have Jesse Christopher with us. If you guys work with us, you know Jesse. Jesse's a songwriter, AR. He's been working with AMAG, I guess, five years now, full-time, five right? Months. He just got his five-year award with AMAG. So uh, cheers to that. Cheers. Five years of, uh, of winning for Jesse with the team. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so for over five years, he's done millions of dollars in deals with us. He's represented Rich Gang, uh, London on the Track. So Jesse is a very experienced man. And um, I brought him here today because The topic that we're going to talk about um, is relevant to to Jesse, and he has a lot to add to this topic. The main thing we're going to talk about today, the main subject is four ways, four things that artists or any music professional actually needs to do right now to win in 2021. So that's going to be kind of the main subject or the main theme, Um, and we'll get around to those four things after we go through the other items first, which are? Well first let me explain something about Always Money Monday because we actually, this is the first one we've done outside of the internal team, right? So Always Money Monday, this used to be a internal team meeting that we did every Monday, Monday mornings. And what we decided is that we wanted to open this up. The reason being is that uh, the feedback was so strong. We were having, I mean, people on the team have told me that this has been not just effective for them, but life-changing and career-changing for them. So so what we hope is that it kind of brings more, brings some value to you guys, right? And you guys being the uh, our clients, our, our uh, artists, our uh, songwriters, engineers, our affiliates, our um, collaborators, business partners, our friends even. Uh, we're super thrilled to open this up to you guys, and again, we really hope it brings you some value. All right, so what we're gonna go over in Always Money Mondays is number one, major news items in the music business. We're gonna start with that, right? We're gonna talk about over the last week, what were the major news items and how did they affect you? Uh, number two, we'll talk about music business strategies. That's what you're really here for. You really wanna know the game. You know how to. You wanna know how to become successful or become more successful in your career. So we're gonna go over strategies. And every week I'll be having a guest. Most weeks I'll be having a guest at least, if, if someone wants to be my guest, and I hope people do. This week it's Jesse. I've told you he's a very successful A&R and songwriter with AMAG. And then the last thing is that we're gonna have a QA and a which is gonna be um, during the evening usually on on the evening of the Monday, hopefully depending on what, how scheduling works for me. and. Um, that's that's basically what's going to be, and so hopefully every Monday we can all engage, we can all open up the discussion, we can uh, do whatever that we AMAG can do to help all of you guys succeed. So uh, and forgive us right now. We're we're literally I have Josh recording this on a on an iPhone ten right now because we have we don't we're all over the place right now. Our equipment is you know we have stuff in Miami. We're in Canada right now. My studio we have. Sod, our technical guy in Calgary. So we're literally recording this on an iPhone 10. Hmm. So forgive us; the technical quality will will increase, and in the in future episodes. So let's get into the news. Okay, the first item we want to talk about, very important, and it's the reason that we um, blacked out last week is the Black Lives Matter movement, and uh, especially, it's important for us to talk about it because our role is you know, we, we make music, we make urban music. And um, for me, I mean, I can speak personally here. It, I was born in Zambia, Africa, in the, in the heart of Africa. And um, I think like most children, I didn't know color existed until much later age. I had a black nanny. Um, my best friends growing up have been black. My mentors are black, all our business partners are, are black, black men, um, red eyes, You know these are all people we look up to. And um, you, know, you can check AMAG's website and our personnel list. I'm really proud of AMAG and how diverse our, um, our personnel is and, how, and our partners and what we do. I'm really proud of it. Um, so, you know, and I'm really proud of artists too. I'm seeing a lot of artists that we know, that we've worked with standing up and speaking out we have people local. We have you know here in Canada. I'm looking at what Tyson's doing. Yeah, shout out, out to Tyson. Shout out Tyson. You know he's 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 out there. He's making music and doing incredible things. So um, you know music music's at its best and when it's attached to world events. You know when you can it speaks its loudest. I think when it's, it's attached nice. to to events. So you know let's let's um, I'm gonna switch it over to Jesse and you know I'm gonna put Jesse on the spot a little bit here. But um, Jesse, you know, what's your perspective on, on that, um, being a white representative of a black record label? You know, you're mm-hmm. a A&R and a E&R representative of a black record label. Uh, anyways, what, your, what's your perspective on what's going on and you know,
1: what do you think? For sure. I mean, there's a lot going on right now. And I think that, uh, I mean, first and foremost, like, I'm only in this position because black men have, and black people have believed in me. As, as an A&R, as a creative, as a business person. And that's that's why I'm here, you know. Um, shout out Red Eyes, shout out Birdman, shout out our whole team, you know. Um, so many of my artists are also, um, are black, you know. And I think that right now we're, um, we're, we're seeing a conversation being, being open right now that should have should have happened earlier, you know, in many, many, in many ways. But I think better than ever it's, it's happening now. And I think that it's, it's exciting to see, um, what artists, like you mentioned Tyson, I think that the conversation that, that he opened in that with, with the song he released, check that out, we'll post a link on, on the Discord, you guys can all check it out. Um, I'm also seeing a lot of other artists this whole past week, we've been talking to a lot of my artists, that um, they're just there's so much um, going into that, and in that direction right now creatively, and I want to encourage any other artists, um, black or not black, you know, like to, to really dive into this right now, we're, we're seeing a cultural revolution right now. Really, we're seeing a lot of people challenging things that should have been challenged way before, and I, and I think that the best art, like you said, is going to come from that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think mean, we're we're behind that. We're be, we're behind fearless artists. We're behind artists that are going to challenge the status quo. And I think that uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm excited for for where this is heading. I think that it's only going to be good, you know, in the in the grand scheme of things. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, we're behind you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've got, I've got a really positive. Um like
0: I, I can't wait to see what happens yeah I'm really excited about this happening I think it's you know it's about time that a brother's got a chance for this to happen and change is going to come you know so it's an exciting time I think it's a very exciting time for artists and for people in our industry as well you know to wake up right number one Third to, time. if you haven't woke up wake the fuck up Third time. and secondly it's like it, change is going to come' it's, it's here's yeah. right? it's, it's here yeah there's no avoiding it. So really, really interesting times we're living in right now. Yeah. Um, another news item I wanted to go into, thanks for your input on that, and well said. Uh, okay, so a couple big things that happened in the last two weeks, um, I would say. Number one, this is about a week and a half ago, but the Joe, Rogan, uh, <laughs> the Joe Rogan deal, right, with Spotify. That was a major news item that we should probably talk about, right? Now, these new di- news items, I'm going to talk about them and how they sort of affect you guys, why does it affect you? So Joe Rogan got a hundred million dollars, it's, it's estimated to be a hundred million dollar deal, um, from Spotify to license his podcast. So everything will be, as of I think, I don't know when it is, end of this year, it'll be on Spotify directly. Big move from Spotify's part to, to capture um, Joe Rogan and, and bring him over there. I'm surprised because you have competitors like Apple um, you know, I'm surprised that Apple didn't move quick enough on this, uh, it, but they they captured him. You'd think that maybe, like from the outside, you'd look at it and say, okay, 100 million dollars is pretty serious money to throw at Joe Rogan for you know a guy who's
1: three, two,
0: one. All right, sorry guys, that uh, Josh doesn't know how to use an iPhone apparently, so he just <laughs> he just, <laughs> he just uh, pressed to pause somehow. Um, So we're going to pick it up from, we actually left off at the Joe Rogan um, deal, right? Yeah. That Apple basically had, Apple, I'm surprised that they missed out on the opportunity there. Um, So look, the thing is, $100 million seems like a big number, right? For that. Um, Was that shocking to you to hear that kind of number for Joe
1: Rogan's podcast? Definitely.
0: Right. I think it was to me as well, but then when I did the math and... I looked at I look at um, I look at Spotify stock right so Spotify um, before that deal was probably at like I think I think the stock was at around don't quote me but 150 or so and full discretion I'm an investor in Spotify and so I'm pretty happy with this deal because finally that stock has moved a little bit it's been pretty stagnant <laughs> for a while uh, but the stock went up like 30 bu- 30 bucks 40 bucks which is a pretty big jump from 140 150 where it was. And uh, so, but ultimately what that means is, uh, in market capitalization, the company went up $5 billion, okay? So uh, in layman's terms, basically, the company's worth $5 billion more because they spent $100 million on that deal, right? Mm-hmm. So pretty fair, pretty decent play on their part, right? Beautiful. Whether that stays or not, because that, you know, stocks jump up, the, the, the market cap jumps up when, when companies do deals but then it might level out again. If Spotify doesn't, you know, keep making moves, then it'll level out again, right? And again, Spotify, their stock came out, I think, at like 144, and it stayed about the same um, for about two years at this point. So it's good to see some growth there, especially for my portfolio, it's good to see some growth there. Um, and uh, and so look, that's, that's a big deal because for podcasters, what, what, how it affects you guys, um, is that look, there's a lot of room it shows that there's a lot of room for anybody who's trying to make their own original content hmm right? If you're trying to be a podcaster if you're trying to um, There's people on our team. I see people like Johnny Pierre, engineer. Yeah. I see him, you know He's posting uh, videos on uh, our tutorials, tutorials yeah, yeah. I see you know sod's got discord and, and what he's trying to do with that if you feel that you have something to say as a creative now And you can't you know, you're it's not just about you having a, saying it through a song through three and a half minutes or two and a half minutes nowadays, you can put together this you know this long form medium podcasting, uh, where you can talk for half an hour, two hours, and that's worth something now, right? It's really worth something. So that's what the the statement that's being made by that hundred million dollar deal and that five billion dollars in market cap that, that 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 business grew is that there is room for people who want to say something. Right. So, again, I encourage everybody on our team and all our clients um, to explore that space. Right. Mm. Get in there. Say something if you have something to say. All right. Jesse, feel free to add anything that you want at any point. So number two in the news here. Um, Warner. Warner Music. Warner Music just had an IPO this past week. All right. What does that mean? This past week being it's it's uh, June eighth, Monday, June eighth today, okay. And um, as of this morning, their stock is at about twenty nine dollars as the market opens. An IPO is when a company puts their put, has a a stock come on. It's an initial public offering, so they put their they're on the stock market now. You can buy stock in Warner Music. Buying stock means that you own a little piece of the company for twenty nine dollars, or if you want to multiply that a certain you know, if you want to buy all their stock, they, they released 77 million stocks at $25 last week. Now, what's interesting is about that is the stock went up. It came up at $25 a share. It went up to $29 at this point. That's quite a jump. That values the company, Mori Music, at $15 billion itself. Okay, now compare that to Spotify, which is worth $35 billion at this point. Mm okay that's it's kind of crazy like if you really you know spotify is actually worth just as much as the major music companies combined oh yeah all three yeah Yeah. so you know um it's 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 crazy the distributor of music one distributor spotify is worth as much as the major labels combined right but it's interesting with warner because they've come out now they're it's they're their stock went up despite this being a really terrible time in music where there's you know performances are down mm. um, but however streaming is up okay you know again it's in stark that number going up is in stark contrast to the industry being in the in the gutter mm. right now we're dealing with with uh, the coronavirus right now and so music industry is taking a 30% hit this year uh, huge hit. 30 percent that's projected maybe i think even more i think that it's going to be even more
1: for sure i don't for sure i think mm -hmm. that being said like i think uh that obviously hits established artists you know more than it does developing artists i think right now this probably feeds into what what you're going to next is that developing artists now there's never been a better time for developing artists if you want to if you have new music if you have content you want to put out this is the time to put it out you know, I think that that, that uh, that's an empowering message when you see those type of numbers for developing artists. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, good point. Good point. So when it comes to Warner Music, the last point I want to make about with them is, uh, I want to do some, you know, I always talk about with our team um, investments and stocks and obviously uh, Warner Music, is it a good stock or not? T- st- uh, ticker symbol is WMG. Right. And I would say yes and no. Okay, if you're looking for aggressive growth in a stock, I don't think that Warner Music is a good stock. Okay, I think that basically when you look at their catalog, they have good artists, they have got Cardi B, they've got Bruno Mars, right? They've got a good catalog there. And I think they're, they're strong enough to maintain growth, but I don't see their stock jumping up to you know, double, triple. I don't see them getting 200, 300% growth Mm. on this on that stock they just they're not an aggressive growth stock um whereas i do see spotify has the potential to do that right there's but spotify hasn't either right the reason being because spotify their catalog basically i mean apple music has the same catalog Mm. title has the same catalog yeah so when they have stuff like joe rogan's podcast now they're now they've got something different right Mm -hmm. so it's interesting what's happening you have these music companies now that are you know when when they put a price tag on warner it put that's where if you're running your own music company and a lot of guys some of you guys listening are um, young guys running your own music labels and whatnot when you see the price when you see these price tags it lets you it helps you value your own company as well okay puts things in context for you the biggest you know the biggest label right there the biggest label right now is universal right and um then you've got warner and you've got sony and when you see the price tags of these companies all you got to do is scale it down and you see what you're worth essentially what your company is worth so it's interesting and, and uh, again my uh, analysis on that stock though i would say if you're looking for a growth stock no if you're looking for just you know a stock that's going to stay where it is and maybe give you a little bit of growth um and you're looking to get into investing in the music industry as a stock investor then i think that's a good stock um, Jesse, any any thoughts about those two new items there, uh, news items? The Joe Rogan podcast or Warner IPO?
1: I think with the Joe Rogan stuff. I think going back to just podcasts in general, where I mean, I think with 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 what's going on right now, you see, we're talking about cultural revolution. We're talking about even with COVID, we're seeing. I think people are are eager for. To, how do you find the truth? How do you in in in? There's a lot of doubt in media. There's a lot of doubt in media outlets, and I think that podcasts, especially like Joe Rogan's, are, are an opportunity for um, conversation to be had that probably isn't going to happen on other news media, media outlets. I think people are eager for that type of uh, that type of dialogue, that type of let's dive into what's actually going on in a way that is probably less formal but more real. And I think that's what people are are drawn to with a podcast like that. So I think. Uh, Maybe if that if anyone who's looking to be, jump into podcasts keep that in mind. I think that's what that's what people draw are drawn to is the realness of podcasts. It's more the, the common person speaking as opposed to maybe some biased opinion from a news media outlet or something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you watched Joe Rogan's podcast? Yeah, yep. I watched a few. I watched yeah. a few. Yeah, they're they're interesting.
1: Yeah, I watched this one with Elon Musk. Uh, the one you showed me the one the, one, the aliens one what was that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of
0: course. Yes, uh, what's his name? What's his name, Josh?
1: Bob Lazar.
0: Barb Lazar baby. Bob Lazar, Bob Lazar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it's, it's interesting because you have these guys, they're, they're able to talk as long as they want. Yeah. Three hours, three and a half hours. Joe Rogan being the most interesting to me because he has such a variety of guests, right? Like people from the left, people from the right. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think he absolutely deserved that that check of 100 million coming in. He's also <laughs> a hard worker, man. You know, it's, you know, Josh was just saying like 1,500, 1,600 podcasts. That's
1: serious.
0: Done at this point, so yeah. All right, so let's listen. Let's go. On, let's move it on into the last part of um, Always Money Monday here, and that is AM's coaching session slash coaching corner. That's
1: cool. that's I don't know i cool. to call it
0: coaching corner. Actually, that's what uh, Don cherry. cherry, the new and, coach's corner. the new is corner. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, well, we're still adjusting right now. We'll, we'll figure these uh, these things out. So the whole the topic for today is. Four things that you need to do right now to win in 2021. All right. And look, what what a crazy year it's been so far, right? Again, we talked about 30% of music business revenue is lost, is gone this year. I think it's gonna be a bigger hit than that, personally, because I don't, I don't think they're accounting for, indep- they can't really account for independent artists that mm-hmm. well when they use yeah, numbers. For sure. Right? Um, so I think it's bigger than that, you know? Um, you know, a lot of the artists that we work with, how are they tracking their revenue, right? For in sure. Numbers. They're not, these are these are Goldman Sachs statistics. So look, the music industry though, last year was projected, was estimated at $75 billion, right? And a 30% loss on that means that uh, $25 billion is lost in revenue approximately this year. So really important that all of us start looking at an artist, producers, engineers, um, and managers ARs that you start looking at 2021 it's time to gear up now for 2021 okay and, and how do we understand 2021 how do we think about it how, what how do we um figure out what's going to happen then when right now it seems like things are really uncertain we're dealing with an unprecedented crisis right and we're, we're in a recession no doubt it's a tough time but look I've, I've i've gone into this um sort of in a way that i think is when I, when I look back at uh, other times that the world's been in crisis throughout history, you kind of find a pattern for the music business that I think that we can sort of bring up here and talk about. Okay, and so and I really think that all you have to do is kind of look backwards to see what, what's going to happen next year. Right? Mm-hmm. So you look at 2008, right? We had the financial crisis, the mortgage meltdown, the, mm-hmm. the Great Recession, as they called it. And what emerged after 2008? This is really interesting. One of the biggest revolutions in music, which we just talked about actually, Spotify. Mm. It came out in 2009, right? Okay, now look back a little bit further than that. Look at the 90s. We had the dot com crash in the 90s, another big recession. Mm. What came after that? Napster, file sharing, came after that, right? So you kind of get the theme that I'm going with here. Um, is that after every crisis, after every major recession, that we've had major changes in the music business, right? Go backwards from there. In the 80s, there was an oil crisis. Major oil crisis caused a caused a worldwide recession. What emerged right after that? The CD. The, sure. compa- the compact disc. Go back even further. And this is kind of a well-known fact. But the Great Depression, right after the Great Depression, was one of the biggest times for innovation in the history of the world. And after, in that time period, you had... The record player come out mm. you know, before the record player it was just singing right hmm. and so and you know and before that you had when we were in the trees as swinging around the trees and being chased by lions <laughs> what happened after, because of that we started talking <laughs> I, i'm just joking the last one's not serious at all um but the point is look there will be innovation and disruption again it's really important that artists Producers, everyone listening to this in the music business understand that we're, there will be major innovation, major disruption. There always has been. Just look at, look at the history of the industry and you'll see that it's going to happen again. right? Streaming is growing at an insane rate. right? People are locked at home and streaming, streaming has gone up, whether it's obviously music, but you're looking at Netflix and all these. The numbers are staggering now. Staggering. In fact, 35% of the population in North America is streaming music now. That's that's insane. When one one in three people are streaming music. And so I don't know how, how, how much the numbers are gonna go up from there. I think that we are gonna maintain I hope I know we're gonna maintain those numbers. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but you know what what is a baby a baby's not gonna stream anything and an old person so thirty five percent of the population is already a huge number.
1: Yeah.
0: Right? So um and we're having more people streaming than ever before. It's an amazing thing. Right. So I think going into 2021, if you're an A&R or an artist manager, I think that what you need to pay attention to is publishing and sync deals. OK, there's going to there's going to be tons of publishing and sync opportunities with film, with video games. Exactly. Right. And I know the AMAG will be pushing forward into those areas going forward. Now, most people listening to this aren't artists or aren't, aren't A&Rs or managers, your artists. Right. So for, for the artists, I want you to understand listen up listen really closely to this uh your music how like what you got to think about is how are you going to get your music in front of people in 2021 and how are you can get paid for it right obviously sync and publishing i think is really important right but also consider this major labels are shrinking right now and they're going to be shrinking even more right so the do-it-yourself artist the DIY artist you're good, the DY artists are going to succeed. You're going to see a surge in do-it-yourself artists, Yeah. right? It's really, it's, it's going to happen. These artists are going to be more successful than we've ever seen. We're going to see so much happen because in this time, people are locked up in their homes. They have nothing to do. Artists have nothing to do but be creative, hmm. at least the best artists,
1: Definitely.
0: right? So you're going to see these artists emerge and it's going to be something to watch. It's It's going to be really interesting. Right? And if you're one, you know, you need to be one of those artists. I know, I know, I know that these artists listening right now, um, you guys are positioning yourselves. I'm sure you are. You guys are also really smart. Position yourself for success right now. It's very important that you do. All right? 2021, what else are we going to see? All right? We're going to see performance. There's, no one's performing right now. Nobody's performing, obviously. That's, there's no live events going on. But 2021, you're going to see a huge surge in live events. It's going to happen. People are going to want to get out again. Right. Mm -hmm. And I I look at this and and again, look back through history and you can, you know, it seems really uncertain right now. But if you always look back through history, you can kind of see the lessons unfolding in front of you. of of What's going to happen. History repeats itself. And if you look at 2001, after 9-11, you had the whole music industry was shut down. There was no live performances happening Any There's no live events. Right. And what happened? Between 2002 and 2000 and, and now, we've had the biggest increase in live mm-hmm. events. We've had a massive increase, right? Ticket sales have just exploded. Yeah, from then onwards. So, and okay. But another thing, artists. if you're an artist, I want to give you some advice here. Book shows now. Start planning your shows now. Okay, plan your shows now. Don't cancel shows. Postpone your show if you need to. Book it for August. Book it for mid-july but book it now and then postpone it don't cancel it i guarantee you people want to come out to your show and they're gonna Definitely. they're expecting that things are going to open up again okay major artists are doing that actually my major artists have not artists that had major uh, concerts and tours planned they did not cancel they also post- postponed yeah right and look to 2021 just it's going to be survival of the fittest Mm-hmm. It is. And so your marketing needs to be top notch. Your shows need to be on point, right? Your music, of course, right? Uh, again, you're going to be sitting around. Like, there's so many artists that are going to be, um, right now, as we're speaking, are, they're making the songs of their lives, right? That are going to be yeah. soundtracks of our next 10, 20 years. So, really be one of those artists. Take this time in lockdown to really buckle down and um, create the music that
1: uh, is going to last. Big time. Big time. I think right now, just to add on to that too, I think there's, there's a shift. I, I anticipate a shift to happen, you know? You, we're going through a period of, of so much change, like in, in whether it be um, just a society. I think we're, we're, we want a different type of artist. We want a more nuanced artist. We want a more dynamic artist. We want someone who's going to be able to Understand how to market themselves, how to be entrepreneurial, how to get the money, but also be, but speak about things, make your music more dynamic, go go deeper into topics. challenge the status quo. This this is the artist that's going to win in twenty twenty one. I think it's it's. Um, I think you're, you're saying so much good stuff there, Am, in terms of what artists need to focus on. I think it really comes down to that. We want we want a different type of artist to come out in twenty twenty one. Absolutely, and so
0: going into that perfect, it's a perfect segue into. Let's talk about the four key points, the four key points that Jesse and I feel artists need to well, how they should position themselves for winning in 2021. So point number one, musicians who are going to win are going to be true entrepreneurs. Okay, They're the ones who understand marketing, distribution, leadership, mm-hmm. personal finance, how to put teams together, mm-hmm. uh, how to put teams around them and keep teams around them. Right? That's my, that's the first point that I have. I, I really think that this this time This is a time that artists have you have time now to educate yourself on the things that you didn't know If you didn't understand marketing, you have time to understand it. You understand how um, You know, whatever how distribution works now you've had time to understand it. There's nothing but time for you right now So there's no excuse to come out of this and and be ignorant So I really think that that's point number one give something to add to that.
1: Yeah, I think that like you are talking about building a team. I think people are, are eager to rally around an artist that has something to say right now. You know, I think I think that that's just that the climate that we're in right now. That you don't have to be a superstar, but if you're if you're you don't have to be an established artist right now, but if you come out with a message that is like, damn, this is right this is this is important right now. I need to hear this. People are open to that message more than ever, I think. So this is a great time for new artists and you can build teams around that you can build people people are going to rally to your work right if you if you have that message put together so i'm just adding on to what you're saying mm-hmm.
0: yeah. number two survival in 2021 is going to require that you have multiple sources of income okay multiple streams of income and this is true whether you're an artist or not really to be dead mm-hmm. honest it's really i think that this is someone that everyone has sort of learned in this time that it's really important and you know we call this always money monday because we we talk about finance uh personal finance building wealth as a part of always money mondays it was really important to me when we had team meetings uh which we would do right here the in in this studio that we talked about personal finance we talked about um how the economy works we talked we had full meetings just explaining okay this is what the economy is Mm -hmm. this is what microeconomics is is what macroeconomics are and and so that basic education does a lot. Um, but regardless, going back to the point here, multiple revenue streams. Now, if you're in a music business, that means streaming, live performances, obviously, merchandise, publishing. We talked about sync deals. It's really important that you start thinking about all of these avenues, right? And, and even outside of that, if you if you want to start training people or doing music lessons, or I'm, I'm not sure, I don't know what your skills are in particular, but everybody has something that they can... Um, get entrepreneurial about, it. so that's the game now. And on top of that, investing—it's very important. To, in, in AMAG, we talk about investing a lot. Mm-hmm. And again, it's—we're we're, going to get into that in future episodes of Always Money Monday, where we'll take time out to actually educate you guys on. I'll show you my investment portfolio. I'll show you what I'm invested in. I've shown the team. I'm showing you. I'll show you how I grow. How I've grown my wealth over time. It's, it's super important that um, for me and for AMAG that we educate everyone um, you know on those issues so that's number two there survival will require multiple income and revenue streams definitely uh, Jesse I, can you speak to that maybe from personal experience
1: um, yeah I mean you, as an artist you need to set up like in, in as as varied of a port because I think a lot of artists understand too is like Revenue can be can fluctuate in music, right? Sometimes you might have a song that picks up, and you have some th- there's money coming in on that song, but that doesn't necessarily mean that you can't always predict that, that that's going to always be the, the case. If you can have other things set up, like you're saying, sync licensing, that's a great opportunity for artists to make money. There's um, just Understanding how to actually monetize your own fan base too. This I just I've actually connected with some really cool companies recently that, uh, and I'll go on, I'll, I'm happy to share this in future future episodes about how to leverage on your, your own audience. You don't have to have a massive audience, but if you know how to leverage a a group of a couple hundred to a thousand people, you're able to put your products as an artist in front of them and keep them engaged, they're going to keep buying that. You can make a lucrative income off that. But it's it's the artists that are able to diversify that are going to be able to uh, sustain and win in, in 2021.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. right.
0: Inside and, and outside of music too. Yeah, for sure. It's really, you know, you grow, uh, you're going to grow your wealth by putting your money that you make in music into opportunity outside of music as well, right? So we, taught, we always start with artists putting in, you know, we always encourage artists to put in $100 into their savings, you know, accounts mm-hmm. and build it from there, right? Just $100 mm-hmm. a month turns mm-hmm. into something. It turns into something else. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go through that. We'll talk about, you know, what to invest in, what, um, how stocks work, how, how investment accounts work, you know, how, what credit is. We're going to talk about all these little things that will help you really um, cement a future for yourself because you don't need to be a superstar, to have a good life, to, to live a good life in music, to be comfortable and live, um, to live, What's uh, the word I'm looking for, to and just live, yeah. right? You know, you don't yeah. need to be starving artists, right? You don't need to be for a superstar sure. or a starving artist. There's tons and tons of, of artists and individuals that we know and we work with who built a great career for themselves and who are building great, you know, success for themselves. So we're going we're gonna to go into that in future episodes. But let's go into item number three here. You need to be a disruptor, okay? You need to be a disruptor. Okay? You need to. Um, let me rephrase it this way: this world crisis is uh, every world crisis, right? As we we talked, we kind of had a little history lesson here, and every time that we talked about a certain time frame, you notice really disruptive or innovative ideas and people and companies that came out of them. Mm-hmm. From Spotify to this to this artist to mm-hmm. to whatever disruption and innovation is going to win. Yeah. It's going to win out of this. Time. That's what's going to win going forward into 2021. Okay. And you see that happening right now, like for example, with live streaming, you see Tory Lanez and how, what he did, right? Huge winner. Mm-hmm. You see Versus, which is set up by Swiss Beats and Timbaland. Yeah. Right? Huge winners. Yeah. And they really were disruptors. They thought outside the box, right? And that's the, those winners are going to emerge still. There's still time for
1: winners to emerge. So much room, so much room to. There's so much to do with with I think live, you know, for for artists. I think we're only just seeing uh, just scratching the surface what what can be done done with both TikTok. I think TikTok is obviously growing, and their their live portfolio, like that that whole going live on TikToks and it's only growing more and more. I think that, uh, and obviously Instagram too. There's so much room to to be creative on these on these platforms. I also want to say like. I think the disruptive thing relates to just the content itself too, you know, what you're putting out there, what the message is. If you're as an artist, um, you know, we, we talk about this a lot, uniqueness is everything. If you're, if you as an artist are are not saying something that I've never heard before, not showing me something I haven't seen in a visual, if you're not making me feel something I haven't felt before, it's just too easy to replace that. There's just too much of music out there. So to be a disruptor, you have to be different, you have to be more unique, you have to and a lot of that comes out of being fearless, being not being afraid to go outside of the box of what maybe you see other artists doing, what's comfortable, you know? And uh, I, yeah, just I wanna add on to what you're saying about disruption.
0: Mm-hmm. Perfect. And so the last point here, point number four, is that, and we'll, and we'll uh, post these points up for you guys, right? Well, so that it's all accessible, it's all easy to digest. Point number four, and probably the most important point to me personally, uh, play the long game, okay? So be in this for the long term. Everything that's happening right now is going to pass. Things will go back to normal. This is not going to last forever. As, lo- as much as it seems that way, because we have a lot of time potentially sitting around or doing whatever you're doing, playing video games, whatever else you do in your time, it's not going to last forever. Things will go back to normal. Life will, life will resume. And so play the long game and understand that, you know, Shows will come back. You will be performing again. You know, you will be out there in front of your fans again, right? So prepare accordingly, right? And there's a whole new generation of fans. There's a whole new type of fan that's coming out. Play the game accordingly. You're gonna win if you look at it from a long-term perspective. And take this time to, to again, I, I mentioned, educate yourself on, on anything. That if you don't understand mar- music marketing, if you don't understand distribution, you know, if you don't know the, you know, what's happening in terms of Spotify or uh, we talked about uh, Joe Rogan and we talked about Warner Music. You know, these are good things to know and this is, this is the time to wrap, try to wrap your head around these things. You know? and, then, and if you don't understand them, build your team. Build a team around yourself that can understand the things that you don't. You, know, you don't need to be the best at everything mm-hmm. in the world. But get a team that is the best at everything in the world. That's, that's your job as an artist and, or as a creative professional to, to build a great team. You know, I'm not the best rapper in the world, and that's why I find good people like you know, good writers like Jesse and Josh to to do what I can't do. And it's the same thing for you guys. Use this time to play the long game, build your team strongly, and and that's that's gonna do wonders for you. And put just put in the work now to be ready for 2021, guys. That's really what it's about. And so, in, in closing, what I would say here is that look, the, the music business is very resilient. We've seen a lot of. A lot of things happened through the history of the music business. The last
1: three, two, one.
0: Sorry, guys, our phone, my phone, uh, maxed out. I guess on on um, recording time. Extreme tef- technical difficulties that we're having. Uh, thank you for bearing with us. So we're just actually wrapping it up here, All right? The final point that I had here was that the music business is very resilient. Remember that. Play the long game. And, and, you're gonna win. So look, the next, next thing now is we're gonna have a Q&A tonight. I hope you guys get a chance to digest this video throughout the day and then come, up, come at us with your best questions. I'm gonna be here with Jesse tonight at 7.30 PM. I wanna say thank you very much to Jesse for, for joining for this. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate no, it. And then we'll, we'll connect with everybody tonight. And again, thanks for bearing with us through the, uh, technical difficulties. Thank you to Josh for, um, for being here as well, and uh, we'll see you guys tonight at 7:30. Right.